RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. You may remember last week we talked with Kane Titchener and he was in the South Island in Canterbury for some public meetings and a debate. Kane, of course, from Fluoride Free NZ, and it was going to be the great fluoride debate. And I asked Kane, we wanted a report back. Well, Mary Byrne of Fluoride Free New Zealand was there too, and Mary joins us. Hi, Mary. Thanks for coming on. Oh, hi, Paul. Um, thanks for having me. Okay. I want to hear it. What happened? The, it was the dentists versus you, fluoride, the dentists. Stand back. We're dentists. We're important. Yeah. We know everything. How did it go? Yeah, exactly. Um, it was it was hardly an argument in a way. It wasn't nearly as uh, a scary debate like I thought it might have been. The, the two dentists, basically all they – just about all they argued was the teeth, but even then they didn't even really have an argument. They didn't have any data. They weren't quoting studies. Um, they were just basically saying, you know, we're the dentists. We know what we're talking about. Um, Fraser Fraser went into a lot of detail about how dental decay works. When Sorry, know, who's Fraser? Who's Fraser? Um, Fraser's one of the dentists, so it was Fraser okay. Dunbar and okay. Mark Goodyear. So, you know, he, so really I think their tactic was they just wanted to keep on teeth and think that the audience would just be, you know, wowed with their expertise or something. Were they but wearing I think their they, white coats? Were they wearing their white coats? No, they weren't, and they weren't particularly dressed up. It was like that was a real casual thing. They just walked along. But there was 150 people there, and I thought that they really underestimated the intelligence and education of the of the crowd. Um, so I, I'm just forming a, um, a a view of how it was. So they thought because they're the experts and they're the dentists and these morons who are going to be sitting there don't know anything and these weirdos have come in from out of town with their stupid conspiracy theories. Oh, we don't need to bother with that. We'll have them sorted within a few minutes. Yeah. That's not what happened, right? No, it's not what happened. Um, we definitely, definitely won the argument. There's no doubt about that. Um, and But that is how they they saw it. The, must have been the way they, they thought it was all going to go. They were, they were jokey. You know, at the beginning, um, they, um, Mark, on you know when in his intro he said that he's not a conspiracy theorist and he's no conspiracy going on. no he said he said that he is not in a conspiracy as if we have accused him of being in a conspiracy which we uh, have interesting interesting yeah so he want that was his uh, way of making us out to be conspiracy theorists because they're um, real gaslighters these types aren't they they really are yeah um so the different things they said, um, oh, uh, Fraser shared, you know, a horrible picture of someone, some adult's really bad tooth decay. But then we were able to get up there and say, well, that happens everywhere around New Zealand, fluoridated or not. So it's not like they provided a study. You know, we provided the data. We provided New Zealand School Dental Statistics. Um, we provided studies on dental fluorosis. And, uh, and pictures on that and explain to people that the only way you get dental fluorosis is by um, having too much fluoride. There's no other way. They didn't dispute that. 
and they didn't dispute that the studies show about 15% of children in non-fluoridated areas already have some form of dental fluorosis. Yeah, right. All they disputed was that it doesn't really matter. They just think, oh, it doesn't matter, which is really low-level thinking because it's the first sign of poisoning or fluoride poisoning. It sounds Um, like, um, I'm sorry to jump in, but it sounds like they couldn't get out of the mouth. They were no, like they, stuck in the mouth. No, yeah, no, they, they couldn't. Um, and then, you know, Fraser started his off by trying to explain, this is why, you know, I feel like he really belittled the audience because he got the periodic table up and started explaining to people, if you have too much oxygen, you can die. If you have too much salt, you can die. And so people know that. And they know more about fluoride than what he does by the sounds of it. But, yeah, that's no? incredible. That's you know, How come they're so ill-informed then? Well, I think that they just, I think that they just won't look at it properly. They won't look at it. They just find it too hard to believe that they could have been wrong. Oh, so, so this is this classic case that we've seen last three years really shown up that we can't possibly be wrong. It's you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, oh, but nothing to back it up, right? Nothing, nothing. No, nothing to back it up. So, you know, Fraser's closing argument, his whole closing argument was that parachutes have never been proven to be safe. So oh, what okay. sort of argument is that? That doesn't and, mean that we should put a neurotoxin in the drinking water. We'll and put that, parachutes that in the drinking water. <laughs> you know, that... It's, yeah, that that that's um, that's a cute little line that if you were ill prepared, you might well. If you underestimated your opposition and audience, you'd you'd think that cute that that cute little line that'll do it. That's our slam dunk right there. High five, walk away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, so the only thing of real substance that came out of it was Mark Goodju said in his closing was that there's been. Um, a couple of studies since the National Toxicology Program that haven't found um, a lowering of IQ. Now, the thing was, the first one he talked about was um, was a study by Kuma, who works for the ADA. Now, what we know about that is that he's done a meta-analysis as well. So in the USA, there's a court case going on, and the attorney, Michael Connett, has provided documents obtained through the Public Records Act, and um, uh, and what it found out was that Kuma, who's a, a long-time advocate of water fluoridation, omitted data that contradicted uh, its conclusion with fluoridated water and, and being associated with reduced IQ. So um, we were able to pull up these slides and actually read through this, which completely you know, negated what he's what um, Mark Goodyear had said. So what the, what we were telling the audience there was, at a recent uh, deposition, Dr. Kumar admitted that his job is to promote fluoridation and that he is literally being paid to promote fluoridation. And the documents un- obtained under California's Public Records Act show that even before conducting the study, Kumar told his colleagues that his aim was to preempt the National Toxicology Program, and show that water fluoridation is safe. Then in an email um, on the 5th of March 2022, the study's biostatistician, Hong Hu Lu, 
reported to Kuma that the results were opposite to what they had hoped for, <laughs> as they failed to show a safe level of fluoride in the water below which there was no association with reduced IQ. The failure to find the hoped-for threshold was troubling to Kuma and his team, so Lou suggested trying different models to see if they could obtain different results. And um, quoting from that, he said, although hard, we can test more models to try to identify a threshold that can lead to a non-significant fluctuation in IQ before the threshold and a significant drop in IQ after the threshold. So they were just trying to, you know... Um, Ma- massage it through. That's what they're trying to find. Yeah. 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 But then it said, but further analysis continued to show the same thing, an association between low-level fluoride and IQ deficits. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it actually never worked out. What they did is they just... They just um, removed um, some of the studies from the from their meta-analysis. To so he just did a quick search, a read of the first few pages, and thought, "Yep, this is I've got it." Yeah, and um, add that to the parachute analogy, mm. <laughs> and um, and the rotting teeth picture, uh, the yep. worst one you can find, and they thought they had it. Yeah, yeah, they really they weren't expecting what they got. They really weren't. So. Um, we talked we talked quite a bit about child smile program as well because that's the Scottish program where they have school toothbrushing. And yep. so we were able to say, look, we care about children's teeth as well, you know, and we care about the children that have really bad dental decay and need general anesthetics. So why don't we do child smile where we focus on those children and we know it works and we're not spending hundreds of millions of dollars throughout the country. And making Force, everybody take it. Yeah, forcing it. Because, I mean, that was another point was the only reason you do fluoridation is to force it onto people. You don't, there's no other need to do it unless you yeah. absolutely want to force it. And so um, Fraser said that he had tried to get Child Smile going, but it was all too difficult, et cetera. But I know that they've, they've actually got a school doing it up in Northland. How difficult is it? Come on. Yeah, I just I just sat there and I thought, oh, that's not good enough. Was he not trying to back enough. out of the uh, parking space at that point and save a bit uh, of uh, I, credibility? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think Fraser was pretty uncomfortable. So what was their their demeanour after the event? Uh, did they scuttle off quickly or did they hang around to answer questions and meet and greet? Uh, they oh, Actually, I'm not sure if both of them did. Fraser did, and he had a good conversation with Kane. And um, he, he he doesn't really sound nearly as convinced with, about fluoridation, but probably doesn't know how to get out of it. Uh, Kane said to him that dentists are censored, and Fraser couldn't believe that that there's that dentists in New Zealand are being censored. But we definitely don't they talk to each other? <laughs> don't they yeah. know other dentists who can say, "Hey, well, you know"? I don't know. Or they just know. completely siloed. I don't know. The uh, woman in Timaru um, said to us that her dentist is against fluoridation, but that she was not to tell anybody that that was his stance because otherwise he'd be run out of town. Yeah, by who? By the other dentists. Okay, angry dentists. Yeah, yeah. Coming at you with their drills or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. It's, if it wasn't so... Serious, it would it'd be like Dad's Army or something, or comedy. Oh, it should be a comedy. Yeah. It, it so should be. But Mark's demeanour was afterwards was 
pretty angry, I'd say. Uh, I felt like he hated us. He well, that's angry. too bad, right? You should, if you're going to come to a knife fight, bring a knife. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I mean, the thing is, they need to do this research. They can't just force this sort of thing on people and expect that we all just bowl over just because they're a dentist. I yeah, mean, even if they were a toxicologist. Right. Well, the thing is, the thing is, if you're that ignorant or that dogged to a position in the face of emerging evidence and changing signs, whatever you want to call it, and you still maintain that position, you're either there's something wrong with you upstairs or you want you want to impose this on people. You want to stick it to those people because there's kind of no middle ground. So mm. it's either one or the other. Yeah, yeah. Is this well, there, like a legacy generational arrogance in the profession built up over, you know, decades and decades of knowing best? There's definitely that. There's definitely that. And, I mean, you know, I pointed out it on the debate that, you know, if we want to talk about teeth, okay, they're the dentists and, you know, there's public health dental experts but none of us were neurotoxicologists or anything like that. None of us were the experts. Those dentists weren't the experts. They were no more experts than Kane and I. In fact, as it shows, Kane and I were much more expert than them. All right. Well, they just kind of went off with the, their tail between their, their legs by the sounds of things. What about the audience? How did they react? Um, the audience <laughs> the audience were really good. So, you know, through the question time, when Kane and I got up and answered a question, they would clap. When the dentist did, they didn't clap. The, oh, de the, the audience definitely were on our side. And the mayor was there, which was really good. But the, the only thing is what I'm hoping when we do more talks and that is that people can move off teeth, you know, because a lot of the questions that came back is, well, you know, how do you reduce dental decay? I think what they, the audience were trying to get at was they were trying to say to the dentist, Hey, there's other ways. Yeah, how do I do it another way? Yeah. Yeah, but I think people are missing the the really important part was even if it did, even if fluoridation reduced dental decay, you still can't go around reducing people's IQ. No, or compulsorily making them take something. Yeah. Anyway, as a principle. Um, yeah, exactly. yeah uh, so probably a good exercise to show what persuasion is needed. You know, and and how people, you know, that that's good intel to know that people are fixated only on their teeth. They really only care about their mouth. And anyone who has a lower IQ, I don't give a damn about them. I'm worried about my molars. Yeah, but you, yeah. But it's good to know that, so you can tailor messaging and um, presentations to take that yeah. into account. Yeah, I, I think I think people I think people are really concerned about it lowering IQ. I think they just perhaps didn't know how to ask ask those questions. Okay, I got you. Yeah, and I think perhaps they were trying. I think that in a way they were trying to get the dentist to see. You you could do it another way. You know, I don't even really believe. But why not just say you know you can do it another way? Yeah, yeah. there's this deference to this class of people. It sounds mm. like. It was like, oh, he's the dentist. You know, he's yeah. like the principal. You know, I don't want to get into trouble with the dentist by, you know, making him mad or anything. Yeah. But, no, the the audience were really good. And good. definitely they were on our side. Definitely. They don't want fluoridation. 
I don't want to belittle dentists, but I knew that I had a feeling it would be just as you've described it. And it goes with the pattern of behavior for these kind of professions that we've become accustomed with. It is a thing. It is a thing. Yeah. So yeah. So, any more of these planned, Mary? Um, we've got more talks. We've got to... Oh, we won't uh, get another debate. The word will get around. Well, yeah, I know. I don't think we'll get another debate, which is a real shame because, you know, the the legacy media don't ask any hard questions. No, so well, they, they, don't get... they hardly even know what a tooth is. <laughs> yeah, they definitely don't know what a brain cell is. No. So... Pick up um, line in, in, in newsrooms now. You've got a nice tooth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we're going to um, New Plymouth on the 11th of July, so pretty soon. Right. Okay. Um, and then we've got Northland ones, uh, so that's Dargaville, Whangarei, oh, the Brindur ones, and Kira Kira this month. And then uh, next month is is Wanaka, Queenstown, Cromwell, Alexandra, and Roxburgh. And they'll wow, probably that's be getting somewhere. around. That's getting yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. And there'll probably be others um, between, you know, myself and Kane, and there's a doctor in Caddy uh, Caddy, Dr. Uh, Denim Crone. So I think he's going to be getting to some community boards. And, um, yeah, if we could get more the public out going to the – to the councils and the community boards. That's that's what we need. We need it yeah. all over the country. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fascinating hearing back. Really interesting. Okay. And cool. um and uh um maybe you'll get other dentists putting their hand up for this, but I highly doubt it. I highly <laughs> doubt it. It would be good if we did. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all right. Mary Byrne from Fluoride Free NZ. Thank you. Cool. Thanks, Paul. RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio.